4: I know, Clip, people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is
1: uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
4: All right, welcome in to this Friday edition
1: of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you
4: inside the Pirate Radio Studios on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. We're on twelve fifty nine thirty online, PR927FM.com and uh, we'd love for you to hang out with us and watch the program on Facebook Live and YouTube here on a Friday. We will talk to you, get your questions and comments going into another NFL weekend. Going to be a wild final four weeks of the NFL regular season. Fantasy football playoffs have begun. Hopefully, you were as smart and lucky as me and had the Raiders defense playing last night. Got you a lot of points, 25 in my league. So off to a good start round one of the fantasy football playoffs. We will talk NFL coming up hour number two with Tony Dunn, who will join us on the show. Also on the show, we've got Brian North coming up hour one, Morgan Ayler's hour three, Mark Greenelge, Golf Shop Show. Coming up hour three as well here on a Friday. I've got I got like a, a thing going on.
3: What was that thing? I got, I
4: got, I, got a, I got a soreness going on.
3: Really, Where, where's the soreness at?
4: Man, I had a um, brutal headache last night, but it's kind of just neck. I don't know. I think I need a uh, a massage, which oh. I have never had in my life. Um. But, yeah, I got that going on. also feel like I'm, this weekend I'm going to try to touch some grass. Okay. Because, like, these lights, these devices, I'm looking at a screen 24 hours a day. It can't be good for me.
3: No. No, you're right. It's not and okay.
4: I, I just right now I feel like I've got screen overload. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do it all day. We had the watch party last night. You want to disconnect? Oh, night. you know what? Hit that program button over there, Shirley. Forgot to do it last night. Oh,
5: nope. It's
6: this
4: one. <sighs> My mistake. I got to say all that over again. Oh, Forgot to uh, to transfer back over to program after the watch party last night. My mistake. I'll take the blame for that one. Uh but now we're that's we not back.
5: something that Joey would have known to do, so we can't fault Joey on that one.
4: Never, ever fault Joey on that one. Um, my bad folks. What you missed was me talking about how I'm aching and in pain and uh I look at too many screens. Yeah. And I need to get off the computer and phone for like a weekend.
3: What do you mean touch grass? What do you mean? You're gonna go cut the grass, you gonna go, to go for a walk? Well. Uh,
4: hey a walk might be good
3: nice little walk in the neighborhood Uh,
4: yeah like a a nice a nice mile walk
3: yeah up and down the street well yeah
4: i mean i got like fields and paths behind me so i'm one with nature oh even better deer a lot of birds whatever's in the uh little swampy ditch whatever i always hear stuff going on in there i don't know what's in there i don't even look i I just like go blinders i don't even look what's in there
3: (laughs) okay yeah true because if you don't look at it it can't do anything to you
4: that's right that's right all right sorry people sorry steve jerry kaz appreciate y'all being here alex in the house jamie says "Uh oh a mistake and chon is nowhere to be found oh chon's here right chon anything you want to say today chon John, anything on your mind today? Uh, Just anything. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. Oh. John? John? Nice kid. No, that's not good. Anything but that one, Shirley. Oh, okay. uh, Try another one. Do you like that? Do I like what? What are you talking about, John? Are you okay?
2: I'm not slim at all. <laughs>
4: I know you're not slim, but are you? Are you all right?
2: Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs>
4: oh, do I know what you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know what's uh, what's, what's going on here. I'd have no idea, John, But What was we, I saying? Something about you not being slim.
2: That was just so unfortunate.
4: I appreciate you being here though on a Friday. It's great that you're putting in the work on a uh, a football Friday.
2: Drop that, baby. Let's see it.
4: No. I refuse. Jerry says we got to start all over with the intro again. Welcome in Pirate Radio Live, Clip Brock, Pirate Radio, Shirley Rhodes, Joey, uh, Brian North, Tony Dunn, Mark Greenhelge, Morgan Aylers. One thing I did say that I should repeat, NFL season winding down, fantasy playoffs started tonight, last night. Hope you were as lucky and as smart as me and plugged in the Raiders defense and they got you 25 points last night. Man, I I did it in one league. I did not want to double down. So I think I have the team playing your Panthers as my other defense this week. The Man. Falcons. I believe I got them. Don't I mean, do
3: that. You might want to switch that up. You know what happens when I go to the game.
4: We win. That is true. So you are 1 and 0 going to games. Yep. By the way, shout out to Susan Dean's right.
3: Shout out to Miss Susan Dean's for hooking it up. Me, my dad, and my friend—we're going to go to the game. It's going to be a great time.
4: That's awesome. So I uh, hope you enjoy that. How many points did they score uh, 15, when you win?
3: Fifteen.
4: Oh, uh, okay. A, a measly fifteen. All right. So my defense should still be okay. You yeah. can win all you want. Yeah. I just need a good. I need a couple of turnovers, maybe a defensive touchdown, and y'all win ten to seven.
3: I'm hoping for more than that After I think the guy should be fired up after hearing that you can buy a ticket at this game For less than 50 cents So Hopefully they turn it up more than just 10 points
4: The game didn't have 50 cents When his grandma died Now he's going back to Cali He talked about it in the song Hate it or love it Know your hip hop history Joey Let's mm-hmm. uh, Let's see Tyler said he just saw Taylor Jackson graduated. Congratulations, Taylor. Because that's what it's all about. The student athlete graduating. That's what we should be reporting on. Not how many catches a guy had. How many quizzes.
3: That he passed. He
4: passed. That's what it's all about. Are you done with your stuff?
3: Uh, For now, yep. I'm still in a five-week course, but yeah, done for the semester.
4: Fair enough. Fair enough uh alex says pam yesterday was the definition of keep your friends close and enemies closer pam the nc state fan won out of the treasure chest oh. we'll see if a pirate fan can step up and win today jamie's upset because he didn't play jacoby myers
3: yeah the opponent i'm in six seed for my playoffs and my opponent didn't play jacoby myers
4: kind of feels like a win right
3: oh yeah for sure
4: Eric says a ticket to Bank of America, 45 cent. Hot dog, $8. He's
3: not lying. He's not
4: lying. Uh, Kenny is on Facebook. Says, great watch party last night. Pirates played a good game. Got to learn how to finish. And Coach Mack looked miserable. (laughs) Sean and I had a good time. I think Coach Mack enjoyed his evening. It was not his type of basketball viewing to complete nut jobs screaming wearing tight basketball uniforms that's probably not his idea of a good time but uh enjoyed coach mack being with us had fun but same old song and dance uh fought hard whatever competed was right there at the end of the game couldn't finish very frustrating second half pirates would get down seven or nine hit a little five six oh run get it to within one possession could never tie it up could never take the lead we had like three straight possessions where we missed the layups and i know that me fat guy at a table with nobody guarding him, can say hey make a layup i realize they're contested but i do have higher expectations and aspirations for these guys than i would have for myself on the court got to finish those Whether it be taking it up stronger and going for the dunk, that hasn't worked either. Saw more missed dunks last night by the Pirates. Just finish. Got to finish. Were a lot of things I was uh, excited about last night. I would say number one being Sir Malanga and his play and his just being active, rebounds, tip balls. He scored the bet winning basket in the first half to cover the uh, first half spread. Okay. That was huge. Sir Malonga, in 13 minutes, had four points, four rebounds, one block. Very active. And, you know, maybe in a year or two, he plays more in that game and tries to stop the towers that Florida had in their lineup because they had. Some really big boys. Rebound numbers. Florida, this is the, the gross. Had to be out of hand. 52 to 32. Jeez. I don't remember ECU, ECU being out rebounded by 20 in a game.
3: Well, that number 21 had probably 10 himself.
4: Um, Florida? He had 10 himself. Good call, Joey. Alex Condon. They had unlimited numbers of seven-foot-one Caucasians. Wow. They just kept bringing them in they had bowl cut caucasian they had
3: that's an elite combo (laughs) rebound and can shoot
4: um so yeah and walter clayton had 20 in the first like 10 minutes of the game and finished with 22 he finally cooled off i went into yesterday's game telling you that florida had scored multiple times in the upper 80s in the 90s Their low point total for the year was 70 against Virginia, which if you score 70 on Virginia, you're scoring 80 to 90 against a regular team the way they play. Last night, Florida got 70. I mean, this was uh, a good defensive game by East Carolina, but just could not get enough uh, on the offensive end. And again, close ones right near the basket. Pirates made their free throws for the most part, 8 out of 12. S missed two and RJ had a rare miss at the line.
3: What was the opening spread for the game?
4: Brandon won for two. It was uh fifteen.
3: Okay, yeah, because I when I was in the studio with you guys, I live actioned uh, some a little bit of the game. It was thirteen at the time.
4: So Took the Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was an easy spread win for East Carolina. They were in it the whole time. Uh Florida missed their free throws, but boy, did they go to the line a lot. They were fifteen of twenty eight from the free throw line. That's not good, Bob. So, Florida 5 for 20 from deep. East Carolina made more threes, actually, than Florida last night. Brandon Johnson hit three of them. RJ hit a couple. Jaden Walker hit a couple of threes. Cam Hayes did not hit a three. He he was 0 for 4, including one out of a timeout late. That hit a part of the backboard, you just don't see a lot of shots hit.
3: The side was the side (laughs) of the
4: backboard. I mean, it, it was the front of the backboard, but it was like i can't remember upper left left or upper right it it was nowhere close uh but cam hayes played in his first action played 25 minutes uh one for eight from the field at two points had three assists in the game and uh, there is discussion from pirate fans i see now should he be playing should he not because on wednesday they came out and said if you play and if the ruling eventually is in the favor of the NCAA, it won't matter. They can't go back and dock you a year and make you ineligible and have to forfeit your year or whatever. Then they came back Thursday, and in the writings it said they could do what I just said. So Cam Hayes is basically, I guess, risking it for the biscuit by playing right now and potentially risking a year. But you know what? that's that's his call the coach's call i mean mike schwartz makes it sound like it's cam's decision it's his life his basketball career in college so man he's gonna have much much brighter days i'm looking forward to seeing him mesh with the guys but playing 25 minutes last night he's definitely conditioned and ready to go been practicing and everything just gotta get that shot right because it was not right last night um pirates fall I'd rather them see I'd rather see them lose to Florida by 5 than beat Maryland Eastern Shore by 15 or beat Delaware State by 22. Yeah. I'm just not interested in those games at all. I I know you got to play a couple of them, but that does not excite me. That does not get me going.
3: Hopefully Cam gets minutes in that Delaware State game.
4: Yeah, I mean it'll be within that 2 week window. So, I'm assuming he will. Pirates uh, about to wrap up this non-conference slate with a bad record, 6-5. and five. Uh, But they wrap it up with Delaware State and East Tennessee State before, before taking on FAU January 2nd, 7 o'clock in Boca de Thon. And FAU is uh, really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, but I'm excited to get into conference play. Enjoyed the SEC swing. Loved being in both games. Hated losing both games. Really, I, I just I go back to USC Upstate, Northeastern, and then losing by 22 to George Mason. I mean, those are still sticking in my crawl. What happened these last two games, fine. But those are the ones that uh, that upset me. Our record should be better heading into conference play. Uh, let's see. Jamie says that's the first and last Coach Mac watch party as designed. I had no I had no intentions of him enjoying his time last night and saying let's do this again. <laughs> that was never in my in my mind. We could have done some things to maybe make him want to come back and do another one, but we got to be authentic. We got to be watch party Chan and clip we got to be into the game we got to yell at the refs we got to yell pretty much the whole game it's probably not how coach mack likes to experience his basketball watching Cass said coach mack at the end was ready to split jimmy said he'd been a lot happier with cheese biscuits and Chan was so nonchalant about that about not getting them i do agree with that big mistake by chandler honeycutt last night
3: so, yeah, so I heard him talk about that when I came in. So what, was he promised cheese biscuits?
4: Well, it was one of those things where, you know, we were going to have Wings Over Greenville. We had mentioned, you know, other food options before we locked down Wings Over, which, by the way, were amazing. Had leftovers for lunch today. They'll deliver right to your door, and they will cater your holiday party, Wings Over Greenville. But we were talking about, like, uh, Country Mart and max said on tuesday yeah i'll come if we uh if you give me cheese biscuits and chandler said okay i'll do that i don't think so (laughs) and then that's what he eventually said i don't think so so chandler did not bring the biscuits nice one jb didn't watch one second of the game he had more fun watching the watch party i assumed uh if you watch those, you're you. it's a multi-screen experience. Maybe you got the game on the TV and us on the laptop. But I wonder how many viewers just watch, and we were, you know, in the hundreds on uh, YouTube and Facebook and whatever. How many are watching just us? Because that would be probably frustrating. I mean, we're telling you what's going on, but we're not updating the score. We're not doing play-by-play. Yeah. We're doing reaction. So I'm assuming most of the people are watching the game and then seeing how we react to missed dunks and layups frustrating game and by the way i am not one to shy away from getting on riffs but i mean the, the ball did touch rj's hair right pretty sure we saw a camera angle where we saw the ball go off his hair which is as unfortunate as it gets if rj felton is bald last night We get that ball. But he's not. Dude has gray hair. And unfortunately, too much of it. A lot. And it stunk because that particular play, the Pirates were in a position to get the ball. And they were, you know, don't touch it. Don't touch it. It's off them. Because it was off the Florida player's hand, but it did graze the hair of R.J. Felton. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Kenny says, great respect for the Gators. And asking any news on the quarterback visit. Great respect. Great respect. Uh, the quarterback, let's see, Caden Hauser. Uh, I know he was uh, apparently in town last night, but earlier today, made a trip to Sub Dogs. 56 minutes ago, Sub Dogs tweeted out a picture of Caden and what appears to be five east carolina students all of the female variety posed in front of subdogs. dogs uh sub dog employees what's the uh the high tight pants thing how do we feel about that it's a, high, it's a fashion trend the high-waisted thing uh, like back in my day if you wore your pants that high shirley you're like Steve Urkel or Pee Wee Herman, you're a nerd. Yeah, you're a total nerd. Now, the whole thing's changed.
3: Well, it's because... Um,
4: the whole game has changed.
3: They're designed to hide a certain aspect as well.
4: What are they hiding? That tummy. Yeah, well, these girls don't have much tummy.
3: No, 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 which is great.
4: But what do you mean it's some, great?
3: It's a good thing to not have tummy. You telling me it's good to be fat?
4: Are you telling me you're not into... Oh, women God, that I love plus
3: size.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we need to get that Shirley oh, by itself. To, I, like,
3: I like to go to Kato Plus sometimes. You know.
4: I don't know. Kato? What the, I don't know what you just said. You
3: mean Kato's? Yeah, Kato, Kato, same thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's, it's in the pluses. Hey buddy, you gonna be in America, you're gonna need to speak American. Is it,
5: Kato? I thought it was Kato? It's Kato's. It's not Kato. Kato. Although I may have to start calling it that again.
4: Pick you up a gordita, ah <laughs> uh, yeah, man, those pants go up high interesting i'm 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 fascinated by the world of fashion and what people wear,
3: are you really or is it just like it's no, this, I'm not it's the same It's the same as what it was back then
4: i I think it's just absolutely silly, like the things that the models wear down the runway, and it's like oh, well, that's just a, whole a dead radio. ostrich yeah. or something, yeah, yeah, and I don't get it. I mean, it's not for me to get. Everybody's got their own world. Those models don't get why I'm wearing a basketball jersey screaming at a TV on a Thursday night. That's yeah. also insane behavior. Yeah. Like, we all have our own insane behaviors. So I'm not pointing the finger. Do you want to say something? Kato? Kato? No, I don't want to say anything. Uh Cass said his aunt calls it kata. There you go. Uh Derek's issue with the refs was on the non foul calls. Yeah, I love yelling at refs, cursing at refs. One of my favorite things. It helps me. That's like one way I get out my frustration.
3: Should refs have press conferences? Yeah. They should have I, a little bit.
4: Here's I've always said this. At the very least, if you don't want to have a ref press conference, fine. Whatever. Um, But after a game, a coach and a player should be able to talk about a call yeah. and not get reprimanded. That is the weirdest thing ever to me. If a ref misses a call, you should be able to say he missed that call. But if you do that, you get fined, right? Yeah. What's the point of that? It, Why can't we say they screwed up? It's the most unfair protection like
3: yeah. in, the, in the league. What are we doing? Especially like like when it's a power trip, uh, power trip rejection, for example. What is it, Scott? Yeah, Foster right, right. Or Chris Paul, or yeah, stuff like that. Like you just got to take it on the chin. You had a bad call.
4: Uh, even like little, uh, smaller things, like a big, a big possession late in the game, and there was a foul or a block, like something you disagree with. You should be able to come out and say, "Man, that was a huge call. It didn't go our way. I thought it was a bad call." You you should be able to say that yeah. without having to pay money stupid Jamie says clip when's the last time you wore anything other than sports clothes I'm not judging I hardly wear anything other than sports stuff um it was a couple weeks ago when I went and saw your mom (laughs) god that was mean (laughs) (laughs) sorry Sorry. that was just so unfortunate (laughs) Uh, I don't know man I Well, it was unfortunate because I went to uh, a celebration of life for Shirley Rhodes' mother about a month or so ago, and I wore a tie to that event. You did? Which was a very uh, nice event, Shirley. I mean, it was obviously, you know, very sad for the family there, but there was laughter. I like when we can laugh and celebrate a person, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah! It oh was, yeah! It was very well done.
5: Especially that one story that my friend Suzanne shared about my mom.
4: Yeah, she told great stories, and then I loved that your mom was part of the. Um, was it a club? What would you call it? Like, uh, yeah,
5: it was. It was. It was called the Eastern North Carolina Deaf Club.
4: Yeah, and you had like the uh, the the leader, president, whatever of that.
5: The president of the club, yes.
4: And he was telling stories, um, and you had a person signing there Mm -hmm. and also you know that person from the club was signing and the the interpreter or whatever was speaking at that point yep so he was like a dual role interpreter that was cool too
5: yeah it's 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 hard to um uh, space out if for lack of a better term it's hard to space out when you have something like that going on in front of you
4: right yeah it keeps you engaged yes very much well said well said but anyway, Jamie, I was uh, dressed to the nines for that event. <laughs> but yeah, man, I am a lazy dresser. I'm, I'm. I mean, this is my favorite outfit in life: cargos, shorts, and a hoodie.
5: Yeah, as a matter of fact, at that event, you were better dressed than I. I was. Hey. and <laughs> it was my sort of event, I guess.
4: If I could wear sweatpants and a hoodie, three sixty five, I would. Or in uh the summer gym shorts, basketball shorts.
5: Yeah. And flip flops. Like for me, flip flops is like I'll I'll roll up anywhere with a pair of flip flops on.
4: I'm going tennis shoes today. I like the uh the men's slip on shoes, whether it be the hey dudes or the twenty dollar ones I got from Amazon.
5: I want to get I'm, some I'm hey old dudes. school. I like the slides. Yeah. Uh, that that's you know, I love those, especially like in the summertime. I don't feel like you know messing with anything. I'll throw the slides on.
4: Grimesland Bigfoot wants to see more Hollywood clip, like in the watch party promo. That could be. A that new was
5: character. a well done promo, by that the was. way.
4: Thank you, Big Dog, for adding that slow mo. Made it look really cool.
5: It it looks super cool.
4: Um, maybe that could be a new character. Hollywood clip. I'm just not Hollywood, man. I'm Hollywood Crossroads. I'm not Hollywood. You know what I mean i am who i am kind of country kind of laid back
3: i don't say your country you think your country
4: well i i mean i grew up in a family of farmers and farming and doing country things but we're very atypical country like my dad like you know my dad farmed his entire life but he likes sports and not hunting and fishing and things like that so it's kind of a not typical maybe country, what you think but you're
3: not like fully like in the lifestyle
4: i don't like country music
3: yeah
4: but i don't know man sounds like my wife sends random uh text she said do you like the grinch i don't know what her and lily are talking about right now but the movie i don't think i've ever seen like the jim oh, carrey yeah. grinch
5: oh it's good, good you would enjoy that
4: i feel like i know the story so i really didn't need to see it or no
5: but jim carrey's version of the grinch is very entertaining
4: we need to take a break jamie wants a little scary 40 bowls in 14 days today that's fine we can do that we'll do that for you jamie especially after i did the mom joke Ooh, I feel like i owe you <laughs> All right, it's a fun Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're just kind of freestyling today. We do got guests to get to, including Brian North, Tony Dunn, Mark Greenhelge, Morgan Ehlers. But we'll have fun. This is our last Friday show of the year, guys. Yeah. And gals. We'll be off next Friday. And we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Also, we'll open up the treasure chest in hour number three. Got more to go. TJ Stroud doubtful, according to Adam Schefter. Nico Collins questionable for the Texans game. It's going to be old Trevor Lawrence in the lineup for me this weekend. Don't feel great, but need a big one from sunshine. We'll take a time out. Come back. Have more for you. Pirate Radio Live after this. Together.
1: You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to DrinkPirateWater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov now let's head back in to prl here's clip
4: all right back with you pirate radio live if you pre-ordered a dixon williams shirt and selected pickup your order is now available to be picked up monday through friday 10 to 6 at the pirate radio studio and if you ordered and selected ship uh, should be on its way so there you go all good Yep. anything to add subtract multiply
5: nope Divide. i'm good
4: uh do we have brian north
5: no am i supposed to call him
4: yeah see if we can <laughs> get up over north yeah give me a second i'm about 10 minutes late calling him it's kind of a uh free flow friday here on pirate radio live Cass said, "Feliz navidad is such a good jingle it is a nice jingle i wanted joey to do a 40 bowls in 14 days rendition of it and unless we do that today while you're here we may never hear that. It may never hear its uh, way on the airwaves. So we'll try to knock that out during a break, perhaps. Uh, let's see. Kenny says, uh, we'll talk some NFL in hour two. We got two East Carolina superstars playing each other this Sunday. Zay and Keaton go head to head. Yeah,
5: that's a Sunday night game.
4: I was going to say, uh, and Brian North joins us on the show. Hello, Brian. Hello, Clippers. I need to uh, look this up. This would be great for sports trivia, uh, but the least amount of Sunday night home games hosted, it's got to be Jacksonville. I don't feel like we ever see home Jaguars Sunday night games. I, I guess the Panthers probably had some in their heyday, but they haven't had many either, I feel like.
7: Sunday night games? They've had a handful of Monday night
4: games. Yeah, Monday and Thursday, but not a lot of Sundays. Usually it's the damn NFC East on Sunday nights right cowboys giants eagles and every now and then my team will get blown out on a sunday night yeah uh brian what's going on in your world man
7: oh i guess this thing called christmas trying to make some kids and a wife happy and do some christmas shopping all that sort of stuff
4: do they know it's christmas brian
7: uh, yo, yeah, no, they're fired up. This is this is big time. This is might be the magical Christmas. we got a five-year-old and a three-year-old.
4: Oh, man. Uh, big, big time. Yes, sir. This will be a good one, a fun one for them. Uh, Brian, what is, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know, maybe you're not a Christmas music guy per se, but if you hear a song, which Christmas song would you not turn off if you heard it right now?
7: Ooh, uh, we've been doing a lot of jingle bell rock around the house. Our kids are into that, so they request it. That's
4: a good one. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. That is a good one, yep. Brian. Uh, what would you? What's on your Christmas list? What do you want this year?
7: Oh God, peace and quiet, a nap, some time to watch Oak Island that I've got on DVR. Um, I, you know, as far as material gifts, I'm I've never been one who likes Christmas that that much. I'm a, a much better, uh, you know, it is better to give than to receive. I like to give better than I like to to receive. I'm I have have lots of things so there's really not much on my list
4: yeah
3: that i want
4: it is like i feel like it was such an old tired hack joke cliche growing up like old man gets like underwear and socks or something but like i could definitely use those right now
7: Yeah, I i have asked for socks i i uh yeah for some reason now my socks get holes in them more than they used to so uh no socks is number one on my list and i expect to get plenty if i don't then there will be something to pay.
4: <laughs> Jamie says, always strange uh, hearing no child in the background on a Brian North call.
7: Yeah, I know. Uh, they're still at daycare. I got to go pick them up. So we uh, we hit it right today. So I know. Uh, it's like low energy, right? I'm not <laughs> swatting them away. I'm not you know trying to hide, find a hiding spot in the house for them. So
3: no, this is weird.
4: Brian North joining us child-free for the moment. Brian, uh, East Carolina falling to Florida last night on the basketball court same old uh kind of song and dance man but they were right there uh, had a chance could not get it done down the stretch and uh kind of like the south carolina script but a good game i'd much rather see these losses to uh sec teams and competitive games than yep. a 30 point win over farum that just doesn't move the needle for me so i want to see more of these games and then uh, hopefully the Pirates will close out some of these late game situations like they've been a- unable to do the last two.
7: Yeah. Uh, that, you know, size differential between the two guard plays yeah. pretty good for, for ECU. So look, it, I mean, it's a nice litmus test. It, it gives you hope. It's not one of those big blowouts that you, you become accustomed to through the years. So you like what you're seeing, especially with the guard play for ECU. So, Definitely, uh, you know, you don't like the moral victories, but it was a, it's been a little bit of a moral victory here to kind of gauge where this team is right now and that they can be competitive in uh, the AAC this
4: year. Yeah, Brian, and and uh, look, I love watching the games, talking about the games, recapping the games, everything that goes on around sports. Uh, it's tough to follow, and I don't enjoy talking about it, but now the, Cam Hayes plays last night, so on Wednesday... With everything going on, I read that if a player plays in this 14-day window where there's a restraining order against the rule that two-time, multi-time transfers can't play or whatever, uh, then there would be no penalty if eventually they favor on the NCAA side. That was on Wednesday. Then Thursday, there's an entirely different <laughs> uh, way to read that where there could be penalties as far as hey you lose a year of eligibility if you play in this window and we find later that you were ineligible to play so it's basically now it's on the coach, but almost more so on the player, like, hey, do you want to risk this? Do you want to yeah. uh, risk your eligibility to play maybe just a couple of games? Cam Hayes decided, hey, I want to play. I'm out there. Yeah. And now we'll see what happens next. Uh, yeah. I assume that means he'll be playing Wednesday when East Carolina plays Delaware State. Uh, but as far as moving forward, Brian, still a lot to uh, to find out about all this.
7: Yeah, it's just weird how stuff's going on. And, and, and so the double transfer thing is is you know you saw it with a, obviously the high profile case was Tes Walker and the football team with UNC and ultimately he was able to play and it's just I guess the inconsistency of the NCAA's rulings on each individual case has been the maddening part and so I know everybody has different cases involved but with Cam Hayes it feels like he should be able to play with his circumstances but. I don't know. You know, with the NCAA, the one thing that you can always count on is their, their inconsistency and, and not applying the same rules to every case on this. So, um, look, if I'm Cam, I'd say, gamble, up. go ahead. I mean, I don't know what it's hurting at this point. Uh, unless for some reason you'd have to forfeit any wins that they get. But um, I don't know. It's just the inconsistencies what's driving everybody nuts. But when you deal with constantly changing rules all the time, I guess this this is what's going to happen.
4: Brian North joining us. A little Pirate Hoops talk about some Pirate football. Brian, East Carolina welcoming in a new tight ends coach, new running backs coach, and hosting a quarterback in town. Just saw a picture that Sup Dogs posted not that long ago. Of Kaden Hauser from uh, Michigan State transfer here in Greenville, taking a visit, trying to lock him down at the quarterback position. Priority number one right now for John David Baker, Mike Houston, and this offensive staff. Uh, so uh, this is the first time I believe we've uh, that I know of, anyway. I heard a rumor about maybe a quarterback visiting during the South Carolina basketball game last week, but I haven't seen uh, any more word on that. So uh, look, this could be the first guy in town and, and who knows if they can lock him down. I'm sure they've got other uh, feelers out there for other QBs as well.
7: You better keep all your options open. Cause yeah. You just don't know with the portal and what guys are going to decide and NIL throw that into and what gives them the best offer. And I, My big question is with all these quarterbacks moving, like, where do you develop quarterbacks now? Does anybody develop their own quarterbacks anymore? Or is everybody just relying on the portal and hoping that, uh, you know, did this guy play at uh, his last school? Or was he at yeah, well, You have to look at all these issues that are going on now with it, and it's got to be this big investigation. And then you have to hope that it hits. And the one thing I keep saying with this whole portal stuff, the cautionary tale is, is it working out for people? I mean, this is all so new. Is it working out? so, uh, and look, the, the big schools like Notre Dame gets upgrading. Uh, they, they keep getting established guys. You get programs that get established guys. But when you're ECU, you're going to probably have to gamble, whether it's on guys who have not played at bigger schools, just looking for an opportunity, or you have to have somebody at a lower division who has played well that you take a gamble on as well. So this is all kind of new, fresh, unknown territory. And, and trying to figure it out and hope that you hit a home run is Boy, it's it's risky at this point, and not having some established in-house quarterbacks is uh, something that you have to worry about as well. So it's wild, wild west time, especially the most important position on the field.
4: I'm looking it up, Brian. I guess uh, Riley Leonard listed as a junior this year. I don't know what that means anymore. Like a COVID junior, real junior, fake junior, redshirt junior. Um,
7: So I just know he's got one year left
4: okay that was going to be my question because that means there are quarterbacks all over the country that are juniors or COVID seniors this year saying all right this is my you know my my put it on tape year and i can be at notre dame next year how, how long would notre dame kind of ride this one year thing because that is uh, that's what they've had going so far uh, these last couple of years right as
7: long as they can because they're getting top tier quarterbacks i mean Sam Hartman's a good quarterback. Riley Leonard, good quarterback. I mean, serviceable for what you want at Notre Dame until you can find, uh, you know, uh, Arch Manning or somebody and, and have him there for a couple of years or develop your own guy. But no one has patience anymore. This is the hard part now with the portal is developing patience and, and playing time. No one seems to want to wait anymore. So I, the development process about this whole thing with the portal is going to be the most interesting part and how you can actually get people to have patience and develop. And that's what I keep saying at ECU. At some point, you know, look at where the guys who developed at ECU and went. How did Jairo Wilson do it at Central Florida? How did Avery Jones do it at Auburn? How did uh, Struther do it at Oregon? And is it worth it to transfer, or
8: does uh, it
7: just take too much time to reestablish yourself at these places and you don't get the production that you should have, that you would have if you'd stayed
4: someplace? I didn't, Totally agree with you brian but you know how it is man everybody has an ego and everybody believes in themselves and it could not work out for 15 east carolina transfers and that next guy on east carolina is still going to do it because he thinks his situation is different I, i think you could have all the results say this will not work out for you and somebody will still jump in
7: well temptation is the hardest thing to deal with in life we always say that right And, and you always think that you can be the exception and that uh, the money yeah. is different for you. So, you no, know, experience is the biggest teacher in life, but temptation uh, counteracts that. Temptation is the hardest thing to deal with in life.
4: Brian North joining us on the uh, Pirate Radio Live line. Let's go 40 bowls in 14 days. Uh, we'll save a little scary for next hour. I want to go – I really want to hear Blink-182 again. I know Brian North is probably not a Blink-182 guy, but uh, –
2: 40 balls in right 14 now. days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness! 40 balls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 balls in 14 days, 14 days! Till I get home and watch 40 bulls in my room alone.
4: All right. Blink-182 edition. I mean, you were too old for the, like, early 2000s, late 90s emo. But, I mean, there's kind of always been emo music, right? Was it the Cure, maybe, in your day that was kind of (laughs) emo? Yeah, Cure. Yeah,
7: Cure was one of those... I never quite got it. Like yeah, yeah. everybody was cool to like the Cure, and I just was never, like, never. I was never cool. When it came to cure. <laughs> and by the way, th- I didn't know you had alternate versions of of the fourteen bowls in fourteen days. Is that is that something new this year?
4: No, nah, we've had. So the beginning is always the same, and then we 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 started with one, and we've kind of branched out to too many now
5: we have 13 now I, we have
4: 13 now <laughs> good god i didn't know he had that many
5: <laughs> what if i been i just been so
7: enamored with the original i guess i've never and this happens in my life i get saturated i find one thing i like i stay with it i had no idea there well brian yeah
4: you don't know new music that includes the renditions of 40 bowls in 14 days so yeah par for the course all right brian the guaranteed rate bowl where your rate is always guaranteed phoenix arizona Kansas and UNLV. Man, I, I was a Kansas. I like both of these teams. I, I was on some of these teams regarding picks this year. UNLV because the Damon Magazoo connection. And they had a really good year. Played for the Mountain West Championship. Poor Kansas went through like three or four quarterbacks this year. Could have had a much better season. Uh, but you know what? I crap on the Bulls a lot. I like this one. I like this matchup. Kansas and UNLV. Guaranteed rate bowl, Brian. Who you
7: taking? Uh, Let me see. Did did, uh, Gail Sayers go to Kansas? The Kansas Comet. Yeah, there you go. And then Randall Cunningham went to UNLV.
4: (laughs) Two great players.
7: Uh, um, I'll go. I'll go with Gail Sayers. I'll I'll go with Kansas.
4: Sayers over Randall Cunningham. I like that. Be a great basketball game in 1991
7: as well, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe. Wasn't Randall Cunningham like an All-American punter at uh, UNLV, too? I, I, I want to say he was did great things punting the ball.
4: I remember he had one, like a 90-yarder for the Eagles in a game Yeah, in the NFL. And, uh, man, he could sling it. That was a uh, – so I missed early Randall Cunningham, but his resurrection with the Vikings in, what was it, 1999 or 98 when he was just throwing bombs to Randy Moss was awesome.
7: Yeah. Now, uh, Eagles Randy, uh, Randall Cunningham were incredible. If you Google or YouTube the um, Carl Banks hit on Randall Cunningham, where he hit him in the ankles and knocked him and he popped Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. Like he was playing Twister or something? Like his body was contorted, yeah.
7: yeah. He had some incredible, incredible uh, athletic achievements and just strong arm. He was like Michael Vick 1.0, I I think. You know, he was able to run and just had that Flick of the wrist, arm. Um, maybe uh, um, um, Ravens quarterback now would be the comparison, but yeah, he was—he was the original when it came to just that lanky, fluid, fast dual-threat quarterback.
4: Mentioned uh, Magazoo a moment ago with UNLV; his name popping up because East Carolina has an opening uh, with the db coach safety coach uh trip weaver who uh, a lot of folks are a big fan of trip weaver getting an opportunity to be the d coordinator at austin p north yeah let's go p let's go p who was the uh um coach mack was talking about apparently they had a really good player um and his last name was fly or something like that open up fly let's go p he, he said that was the chant they had back in the day which for our sophomore senses of humors is uh fantastic brian we will let you run thanks for joining us today man have a great weekend and we don't have a show next friday so we'll uh we'll see if we can work in thursday but if not thanks uh, once again man for joining us all year long Uh, so a long time ago when i did my first show at pirate radio might have been the locker room at the time whatever josh spence used to do it and i was like josh uh got any advice or like what should i do and uh he was like yeah find some some regulars and brian north is uh is the best he uh he talks about everything he'll be great and i contacted you then all those years ago brian and we've just been chatting ever since so i appreciate it man Thanks.
7: it's been a staple i look forward to it every week and uh it's always a good time what's on your christmas list clip uh, what's on your christmas list clipper what can i get you here for uh, for the holidays
4: what can you get me? You can get me a new head coach for the Commanders, an exciting offensive coach.
7: Okay. Alright, uh, Scotty
4: Montgomery it is. <laughs> coach Mo is back. Alright, thank you Brian. See you buddy. All
8: right,
4: see you, Brian North joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up hour number one. Good news, bad news, good news. Tony Dunn will join us. Bad news, he'll be on the phone. Lame no Chandler no Tony no Danny I got a headache but I'm here because I'm supposed to be here it's kind of how it works right you have a job you show up to said job I'm not blaming Tony here by the way this is all about Chandler this is not about Tony or Danny I don't care well you should care should take some pride in what you do Chandler I don't think so I do I think you should
2: no 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 no
4: but this guy can you believe he can you believe the words he's saying right now
2: now clip Brock does a pretty good sausage ball
4: oh don't try to suck up now don't try do to you like that do I like my sausage balls yeah but I don't like you not being here anything else great point thank you Take a break, come back, more to go after these words. I'll sing it.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Uh, Did you know that there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate Game, simply call one 800 dial ecu and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back into to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, Rich Samini... ESPN reporter for uh, Covers the Jets. So I assume this is, am I missing a joke here? I assume this is real. Uh, but I also think everything I read is fake, but this is from his Twitter. It says Aaron Rodgers just delivered a wow moment today in practice. A leaping one-handed interception. He was filling in on the scout team defense.
3: Uh, that's fake
4: i mean what's on friday he took some reps as a fill-in on the scout team defense made a leaping interception as a linebacker that's apparently real and he's got quotes from robert Salah and everything this reminds me of like um when zion williamson wouldn't play but he'd be uh, in the layup line doing 360s before the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, I, if I was a fan of that team, I'd be so pissed off. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Um, can this happen in the game? Can this guy suit up? It's pro- I, I think this is real, but they make it sound like a Deion Sanders-type interception or whatever, but it was probably he just was on one leg and put his hand up and made a interception. Yeah. But the fact that he's moving around, we talked to Antoine Staley, who covers the Jets earlier this week, who said uh Aaron Rodgers playing could depend on what happens Sunday. If they somehow upset Shirley's Dolphins, then we might see Aaron Rodgers return. If they lose and there's no real reason to come back as far as playoffs go. Uh we might see Aaron Rodgers not uh until next season. Uh Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Buck. Hornets in action tonight. They are big dogs against the Pelicans. Pelicans are good, correct, Joey?
3: They're decent, yeah.
4: Pelicans on the year. Well, they're fourteen and eleven. Yeah, they're decent. So They'll be firmly in the decent category. But they are big road favorites tonight against a Hornets team that is not decent. The Hurricanes in action tonight at home against the Predators. That'll be at 730. Oh, we got a good basketball game tonight. 10 o'clock, UConn-Gonzaga.
8: Hmm.
4: And that is at Gonzaga. So, yeah. All right. I'm into that. UConn is a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. They have been typically dominant against non-conference teams. And uh, do have one loss this year. Lost at Kansas, I believe, off the top of my head. Um, and just uh, one of three college basketball games, at least on the score, at Butler, playing a D2 team. Northern Colorado at Colorado, so not a huge night. in college hoops tonight uh action will pick up on saturday however clemson taking on memphis houston texas a&m temple vcu kansas indiana lsu texas ohio state ucla Ooh, fau against the bonnies go bonnies north carolina kentucky i think ken watlington said he was going to that game right tennessee nc state is a 10 o'clock tip off where are they playing in san antonio texas arizona tcu so saturday will be a great uh, college basketball day also a solid college football day with seven bowl games being played beginning with the myrtle beach bowl georgia southern and ohio look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by da buck, buck. joey you working this weekend or are you
3: yep working this weekend friday and saturday
4: Good deal. You can um, go see Joey, but don't talk to him. He is in a working capacity. Yes, sir. When he is at the Buck.
5: By the way, clip. Uh, we also have a triple header of NFL games for you on Saturday, um, and we will have all three games Saturday and Sunday. Of course, Sunday we normally have a triple header, but uh, we'll also have it on Saturday. Our airtime will be at twelve thirty. It'll be <clears throat> excuse me, Minnesota and Cincinnati at one o'clock. It'll be the Steelers and Colts at four thirty. And Jaquan McMillan. A guy like Jaquan McMillan. And the Detroit Lions will be the night game. So,
4: Boy, it'd be cool if Chandler was here to do that.
5: Actually, three former Pirates will be in action. Poor. <clears throat> because you've got Gardner Minshew with the Colts. And, um, oh my gosh, his name just... Deontay Dude. Smith.
4: Is he still...
5: Yeah, he's on the Cincinnati roster. Okay
4: uh we had a question from derek how's newton tristan newton doing at uconn uh very good he bowling. 17 7 and 6 i'd say that's pretty damn good <laughs> yeah 17 points a game seven rebounds a game six assists a game man tristan newton Why did you leave me? All right, before we take a break and talk to Tony, let's play name that starting quarterback on Saturday for these games. Joey, I'm going to give you easy ones first. Denver at Detroit.
3: Starting quarterbacks. Denver? For both. Oh, Denver, Russell, Detroit, Golf.
4: All right, you're good at this. Vikings at Bengals.
3: Vikings, Dobbs.
4: I don't think so. I, I read Dobbs moved to third string. Is that so? Yeah.
3: Uh, Well, Bagels is Browning, right? The Browning guy. Jake, Jake
4: Browning. Browning. Uh, uh Nick Mullins, Mullins will be the Vikings okay. starting quarterback. Steelers and Colts. Steelers is Pickett and Minchin. No, Pickett's gone. Yeah, ankle injury. Uh, so who's the
3: quarterback over there? I
4: guess it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky.
3: Oh, you know I did watch him play last time,
4: and uh in for the injured richardson i I think this has been the most quarterback injuries i've ever seen yeah we'll talk about it with tony when we go down the list of games uh let's take a break we'll come back hour two pirate radio live tony dunn will join us we'll make our week 15 picks can't believe it's already week 15 we'll have that for you and more when we return pirate radio live after this
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only seven ninety nine. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join down on Main every Wednesday for half price wings from four p.m. to close. Down on Main Street on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's clip.
4: All right, thanks, Shirley Rhodes. Young Joey here on a Friday. No, Chan, man. He'll rejoin us Monday if he feels the need to show up.
2: Uh, about four, about three, or four years.
4: You, you'll be here in three or four years. Yep. Is he in Raleigh? <laughs> Thank you. Hey, uh, John. Are you in Raleigh today? No, 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 no. Okay, just, just asking. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio live line. Joining us, Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast. Uh, I talked to Tony briefly one night this week, picking up some to-go from AJ's. And uh, boy, Tony, you're in a familiar spot that I've been in. You're at this point of the season where you're saying the same thing over and over again, and you were... I don't know about dreading, but maybe not looking forward to uh, your Tuesday night broadcast talking about the Panthers losing another game.
9: Yeah, I mean, look, we're getting really good at it right now, at least is uh, you know is I mean, practice makes perfect, and we've been practicing this discussion for the entire season, and really for six years now. It feels like so. Hey, um, you know, you got to you do what you got to do. I guess it's fun. Uh, somehow, still. Clip, actually, maybe I should ask you this. Is Why do we find satisfaction in misery, too?
4: Uh, I don't know if it's satisfaction. Maybe it's more acceptance. Uh, you Like, you don't... You, you can only control what you can control, and you have no control over the Panthers winning and losing, so you just have to accept it. There is, like i think i kind of get what you're saying i don't i don't do that with east carolina like i do washington i can make fun of washington and laugh at them where ecu kind of just makes me more sad because i have to deal with it every day but uh yeah i I know what you mean it's kind of funny to like you pick out a villain you make fun of snyder and so when he loses you can make fun of him i think you're probably doing that with tepper right now right
9: yeah, certainly, and when I also when I just say satisfaction, it's like uh, we're just gluttons for punishment, you yeah. know, with that uh, we love this so much, yeah. even though it's so mean to us, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well,
4: there's a fine line between love and hate. I mean, we all know that in our relationships. Like, you wouldn't be so passionate and upset at something or someone if you didn't love them, you know? If you didn't, you just wouldn't care. Yeah. Good point. I mean, uh, again, now we're doing like therapy here, Tony.
9: Dude, that's what we call it on
4: Tuesdays, man, As we say take a seat on the couch
9: uh, and we ask for subscribes and thumbs up as the co-pays. <laughs> All
4: right, well, I got good news for you this week, Tony. Young Joey is going to the game on Sunday.
9: Oh, good. Is he a good luck
4: charm? Uh, he's 1-0 this year, and last time I checked, the Panthers have one win wow so
9: well, maybe a brook clock will be right
4: twice this year the falcons are three-point favorites the total sitting at a monstrous 33 and a half for this game <laughs> not a ton of excitement i don't think going on at bank of america when you look and i know you don't care about this tony when you look at the standings though in the south who is the best team who eventually comes out of the south and makes the playoffs
9: I mean, I think it's Tampa. You know, I mean, uh, Tampa's just got the best players overall. I mean, uh, New Orleans uh, should be better somehow, but uh, Carr is terrible. Look, Cliff, they blew us out twenty-eight to six last week, and the New Orleans Saints had less than two hundred yards of total offense. Man, I don't even know how that's possible. Um, it just it was like this. is They almost wanted us to win. They were like, hey, uh, we're going to look bad, too. We're going to play terrible. And we're still going to beat you playing terrible. And uh, so, I mean, I really think, I guess, just overall that Tampa, you know, Baker has been playing pretty well. You know I mean? At least he pushes the ball down the field. Um, right now, they've got some injuries at linebacker, and I'm not familiar enough with their team right now to tell you if those injuries are long-term or if they're going to be able to overcome them at all. But if, you know, they got some good defensive players, Vita Mea, I mean, they're probably the team that's played the best out of everybody all season in the NFC
4: South. Yeah. Tony Dunn joining us, Pirate Radio Live line. I was watching, um, <coughs> I like to watch the barstool streams on sunday and uh pft had a parlay and all he had three teams that had to score a touchdown and i believe it was the bears texans and they got theirs and the last one was the panthers <laughs> and the panthers had a big play down to the one yard line right yeah and one of the guys there said cash it and immediately pft was like no don't say it, no. They're not going to score your first and goal at the one. And then I think three plays later, it was like fourth and goal from the 18 or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
9: kind of a metaphor for the season, that uh, that that moment right there. Uh, Miles Sanders made his first big uh, good play of the season. Right? I mean, you bring in Miles Sanders, you think, oh, man, a team with a rookie quarterback – They're going to feed Miles Sanders all season long. He's going to have a great year. Dummies like me drafted him in fantasy football. And he's been terrible. I mean, just absolutely terrible. And maybe some
4: injuries. Didn't you say, didn't we have this discussion in August where you were like, don't let me draft Miles Sanders? I'm pretty sure you said that. Probably. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. I
9: probably had this conversation clip about don't let me draft any Carolina Panther players, period. Right.
4: Uh, because, yeah, you were uh, big on that, I think, early in the fantasy days, and uh, you've tapered off a bit, so that's good. That shows growth and maturity, I think.
9: <laughs> there you go. Uh, so he, pull, he, runs, he pulls off a 50-yard run to the one clip, and here's the best part about it. When you said that uh, they're on the eighteen. They didn't even have a penalty, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
8: they
9: went three consecutive plays backwards, and they just went backwards.
4: Not to pile on to, I did get a chuckle uh, Monday where uh, I read that Chris Tabor gave the team the day off. Like usually you get, like, victory Monday off. He's like, man, forget <laughs> it, guys. Just What are we going to do today that we couldn't just do tomorrow or Wednesday?
9: Uh, You know what? uh, I wish you would just, like, call into the C3 Panthers podcast and, like, just make a big donation and say take the Tuesday off.
4: (laughs) Tony Dunn joining us, trying to laugh through the miserable Panthers season. Uh, Tony, can you hang on, take a break, and we'll come back and make picks? Yes, sir. All right, let's do that. We'll take a break, come back. Uh, We got Danny and Chandler's picks in, so that's a positive. We'll get Tony's picks, Joey, myself. By the way, no shocker here, but meet the new boss, same as the old boss. I'm back in first place. Joey was there for one week. Oh, two. 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 I took over week 12. All right, Joey was there for two weeks. Great two weeks. Now the rightful owner back. Tony's still creeping. Six games behind me, five behind Joey, right there in the middle. So uh, we'll have our picks when we return Pirate Radio Live after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at pirateware.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for Pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We'll open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest coming up in hour number three, so stay tuned for that as we still have uh, prizes to give away today and next monday through thursday so uh, still some winners to be made here on pirate radio live tony dunn joining us on the pirate radio live line joey is here shirley rhodes is here we will make some picks as we go into week 15 i don't know how to word this tony i'll just this has been the worst nfl season that i remember watching that's probably not a fair way to say it but the quarterback injuries the games like how many times have we done these picks and just been like on paper these are not attractive games we just don't have a lot of great teams and it just makes for the, the the games are still entertaining but i don't know something about the play the quality of play across the league it has been very diluted i feel like this year Do you agree or disagree with me? Um, I don't know. Yeah,
9: I mean, I do agree
4: is that there is,
9: uh, well, one is there's just been so many quarterback injuries uh, throughout the league that have made it uh, problematic. And uh, it turns out, I mean, it's been one of those football seasons, too, where it just doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, if you look at our picks, Sometimes
4: you would just think we don't know anything about football. Yeah, and you, uh, we will make some of those picks right now and come back on Monday and say, why did we pick this, uh, this team? Uh, I know why I'm picking this first team, because I'm contractually obligated to do it. I have to pick the Bengals. Joey has to pick against the Bengals. That stems from something that happened earlier this year. And really, our race here, Joey, could – be determined by the Bengals' success or lack thereof here these last few weeks. Because we're always going to have that game uh, different than one another. I like it. All right. Well, I'm going to take the Bengals at home tomorrow against the Vikings. Tony?
9: I guess I'm going to take the Bengals, too. The Vikings, aren't they starting? And I don't even know what this is about. But now they're starting the...
4: Whatever fifth string quarterback they're starting, Nick Mullins, and I read that Dobbs is now their third string quarterback.
9: Man, going from a hero to a zero in that
4: city. Yeah, going from taking us to the playoffs to uh, sit on the bench. Uh, so DB is taking the Vikings, and Chan will be taking the Cincinnati Bengals. Steelers at Colts. Figured the Steelers out. <laughs> I figured them out. They don't have an offense.
9: Yeah, and I heard Najee. I read that Najee Harris is averaging five point six yards a carry.
4: That doesn't seem right, but it might be right.
9: It doesn't. That no. It's like I haven't even heard his name.
4: Really, like, I know. Non-factor. Non-factor. Uh, he's not in my lineup this week. Uh, Colts are fun. They can score. What's the line? If the Steelers are an underdog, I'll take them. They're probably favored, though, aren't they? Let's see. Colts by one and a half. Give me Pittsburgh. I like Tomlin as an underdog.
9: I think that's a smart – I mean, I think you're looking at it from a wise uh, way with the the way the money, or at least Vegas says. But I'm going to take the Colts, you know, because I've tried to believe at times that the Steelers – are going to do enough to get it together, and then I just look like a fool. And the Colts, every week, are competitive. So give me the Colts. I'm just going to roll with them.
4: By the way, the first two games, the four teams we've talked about, they're all 7-6, and six, which is nuts. <laughs> yeah. uh, in fact, there are a ton of 7-6 and six teams in the AFC. Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Houston, Denver, all 7-6, and six, wow. vying for two playoff spots. That. i think this is what the nfl envisions <laughs> yep. it has parody time. exactly uh all right uh joey's taking the colts i don't like that you wrote down your picks i'm gonna have to i'm gonna ask you as if you didn't write them down okay, and then see if you colts. remember who you took db took the colts chon took the steelers brown uh excuse me broncos at lions hey i said the broncos would get hot should I keep riding with the hot hand? Mm-mm. Nah, because the Lions lost last week, so they're in a good bounce back spot. So Lions, I tell you what, Lions have uh, I've heard the fraud word put out a few times this week on the lines. If they lose this one, fraud fraud watch will be official.
9: The Lions, four and a half.
4: Danny's uh, lines, Chon's lines, Tony.
9: Clip, what did the Lions do
4: the week before? Did they
9: win? Are they an every other week team?
4: Oh, okay. Good question.
9: (laughs) I'm kind of interested in if they won two weeks ago, because I feel like every other week, whether it was the Green Bay game and then they win a game and then they
4: lose a game. So, all right, Tony, they were eight and two. And then they lost to the Packers, beat the Saints, lost to the Bears. So that means a win is coming up next.
9: Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the Lions. I don't feel great about it. Um, The Broncos getting hot, like you said, and uh, it's kind of making everybody mad. You know, Sean, you know, it's just the Sean Payton effect. It's just we all want to punch him in the face.
4: By the way, I mentioned this earlier in the show, but uh, we have another coaching vacancy. Brandon Staley, they got pummeled by the Broncos last week, and then whatever the hell happened last night against the Raiders, and he is gone.
9: Um, you know, I don't know. It's like right now, Clip. I just feel like this is uh, anybody that has a good introductory press conference is going to be a terrible coach. And anyone who has a terrible introductory press
4: conference is going to be a pretty good coach. We are referring to Nick Sirianni there with the ladder. Uh Bears-Browns. We are now into Sunday. Um, Cleveland a three-point favorite. Another thing the NFL envisioned Tony is like lines within three points because we got a lot of those around three four points this week.
9: Well, they got what they wanted. Yeah, um, I don't know about this clip. How do you pick this game, right? I mean, like this is this has been kind of the this might be the metaphor for what you were talking about or the example of what you were talking about is. Right now, you got a Browns team that is better, that's got a good defense, but they have no quarterback. And Whoa. Then you got the Bears.
2: <laughs> <Kinda laughs> oh, disrespectful, up. man. 300
4: yard passer, Joe Flacco, is no quarterback to you, Tony?
3: Seven quarters of football, and he's almost got as many throwing touchdowns as Kenny Pickett.
9: Oh, I hate Joe Flacco, man. God. Why do you hate Joe Flacco? <sighs> you know, that's a great question.
4: <laughs> strong.
9: Uh, is, he has the worst deep ball in the history of football. Like it's One of those, like, it just never even looks close. And I know that he had that one wide open pass, but, like, yeah. eight other times he throws it, and it's just, like, nine yards out of bounds.
4: All right, so are you going to ride with Justin Fields in this game? I am. I'm going Bears here. Da Bears. Joey. Browns. DB, Browns. Chandler, Browns. Bucks at Packers. Just when we were ready to call the uh, Packers a contender, they go out and lay an egg to the Giants. Bucks on the road, though. I'm not taking the Bucks on the road. I'm going to take the Packers at home, Tony.
9: I am going Bucks on the road. I think the Bucks try to find a way to win this division. So let me see them eke out a win. I mean,
4: they're going to win the division by beating other crappy division opponents. Yeah, yeah,
9: um, but maybe they'll win this one by beating a crappy uh, <laughs> Green Bay team. Is and I don't know if the Green Bay um, home field advantage is what it was in the past because hey, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. All
4: right, DB Packers, Chandler Packers, Joey Packers. All right, Texans at Titans. A leg uh Leg. What am I trying to say? Egg laying is what I'm trying to say. Not leg eight. This is
9: a good game right here, Clip. This might be the game of the week.
4: No, it's not. Why not? The Titans are never in the game of the week, even though they were Monday night. We just didn't know it.
9: Came back and had a cra- crazy comeback win. Yeah, I think the Titans.
4: I uh. One. All right, seven and six Texans, five and eight Titans. Guess the line, Tony. Uh, one and a half for who? Um. Is it Titans?
9: Is is it in Tennessee?
4: Yeah, in in Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Well, you're not that far off, but it's Titans by four. I mean, that tells me they don't expect Stroud to play, I guess. Oh, is he still hurt? He's uh, concussion protocol.
9: Oh, okay. Yeah, give me the Titans
4: then. You know, all y'all are taking the Titans. I'm taking the Texans. I, I I don't know. I don't wanna all be on the Titans.
3: Who's the starting quarterback if CJ's not the quarterback?
4: Davis Mills, bro.
3: Davis Mills. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Throwing
9: to nobody. So
4: okay. That is true. They uh
9: They're now it's right. now it's last season.
4: davis Mills goes out on the field and he's like wait we just did this where's tank Dell? where's all my rookie receiver it's the same damn guys (laughs) what if uh who's their coach last year i can't remember now last year was oh lovey what if lovey shows up instead of (laughs) domico just for fun or what if domico
9: puts on like a santa beard (laughs)
4: let's make this fun guys we got ideas and just, just to freak out Davis Meals like he walked into a time warp. Like everybody else is in on it except him. The prank. <laughs> T- Tannehill's back with the Titans. Like there's no Will Levis at the stadium. That would be great.
9: DeAndre just doesn't come. <laughs> Jets. Julio Jets.
4: <laughs> Jets at Dolphins. No way the Dolphins do it again, right? No way. No way.
3: Yeah.
4: Is there a way? I'm saying the Dolphins do what they did the Uh, other night.
9: yeah, no. What, blow it?
4: Yeah. (sighs) No, there's no way.
9: I hate, you know, I hate to say this, is like, this might be my fault for the Dolphins, that they stink like this, because I got on them again, too, or they might be the frauds, Clip. Hmm they went. They haven't won a good a, a big game all season. And last week, it might not have been against a good team. It was just in a big moment on Monday Night Football.
4: True. So against big time opponents or in, on a big time stage, they have come up short. Those games being to at Buffalo, at Philly, Chiefs at home, and then Monday night against the Titans. Tony, this is a one o'clock game against the Jets, so they can win this one, right?
9: You would think so. Does anybody have the gonads to pick uh, the Jets here? No. Nah. You wanna do it? I feel like I've taken a lot of risks already this week. I'm gonna go Dolphins because I'm trying to
4: You have. You are on uh you're on a Bucks Island. Excuse me. You're on a Bears Island and a Bucks Island, yeah. So I think
9: it would be look is uh, Zach Wilson came out there where had like a giant fourth quarter or second half last week. They got a good defense, but look is the Dolphins are uh, overall a good team um, on both sides of the ball. They 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 win this game. That's what I'm saying. Tony,
4: can you hang on one more segment, or do you want to wrap up the picks now? What do you need to do? Uh, I can. I know I'm available. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make the rest of our selections, including Cowboys at Bills, Ravens at Jaguars. Two big games there. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a football Friday. Treasure chest opens up next hour. Back with you after this.
1: listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300-TODAY. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock.
4: Hi, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Jerry encouraging folks to smash the like button on YouTube. We'd appreciate that. And if you have not subscribed yet to Pirate Radio TV, we'd uh, appreciate that as well. You can watch this show, the Brian Bailey Show, all of our... Uh, Post game and pre game press conferences with ECU Hoops pretty soon. Uh, believe it or not, uh, baseball will be on the docket as well. So, uh, yeah, you can get it all on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube, also on Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you are following us, especially during the uh, holidays when we won't have Pirate Radio live shows, but we will be covering the Pirates and beyond 24 7 on social media. Does anybody object to me having a couple of sausage balls during this segment? Shirley, you're good with that. Joey's okay with it. Tony, do you mind if I eat while we do this?
9: Not at all, Clip. I know those are among your favorites. And for those people that are on YouTube or interested in subscribing on YouTube, they will be able to get that Holton Ayler show in...
4: The new year. What a plug! What a guy. Uh, also subscribe to the C three Panthers podcast on YouTube. But you're right, Tony. Coming in January, Holden Aylor show. Going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. I
9: mean, um, doing great work out there. You got people on the ground at every game, um, even if that those streets
4: are tough. Tony, guess what I did for the first time last Saturday. What's that? Made a lasagna. Oh, nice, nice. How'd it go? Uh, man, it, for my first time, I think it went great. Um, I did not. I had like my normal little pot that I use to make spaghetti and other pasta. I needed a bigger pot, so I couldn't fit all my lasagna in the pot, and I didn't go back and put it in a bigger. So my I only had like a couple of layers. I was kind of missing a layer, maybe. Um, so I know to. Mm-hmm to do that next time around. But the ricotta was amazing. I, it, it was good. Like as a, you know, with the Italian in your family, you might not have approved of it, but for me, I thought it was pretty dang good.
9: All right. Here's uh, your tips for you. That, All right. So uh, you can get through it on the next time. Since you're going to put it in the oven anyway, right? You can just boil half of the, you know, just at first you, you lightly boil it then it's going in the oven. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't cook the pasta too long, so you could do half of that pasta, pull it out, oh, and then put some more pasta in there. And then here's the real pro tip for you, Cliff, is with the ricotta cheese, there you go. is you you got to, or what I like to do is I'll take another bowl, and it, if you put meat in your lasagna, I don't know, yeah, if you put meat, I just had it. ground beef, yeah. Okay. So if you, what I like to do is I take that avocado cheese and then I put some sauce in that bowl with the cheese and then I take the the meat or, and I just stir it up. So it's like, uh, kind of like pink color. Like, and so it basically it's easy to spread that cheese yeah. out that way instead of it being like goopy all over the time and you trying to figure out how to paste it like uh yeah yeah i don't
4: know i got you yeah that makes sense because it was uh for a tip. yeah thank you man all right i'm gonna do that well, uh, I
9: think, uh off topic we're not off topic on topic for this radio show but we haven't been talking about it um EC got screwed last night by them giving the ball to florida uh,
4: I, I i mean i kind of <laughs> thought i saw the ball go off rj felton's hair
9: I don't care. First of all, I don't think, A, hair should count, number one. <laughs> well, it does. It's like, in the rule book, it says your hair counts.
4: I think it's anything that's a part of the body. I would think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a part of the body. I don't like
9: this. The other thing is, is I could understand that maybe it, Where well, no, the only way I will take that, like, uh, like I think I saw that, is if the call would have been for the ball to start, right? But to overturn that call on such a little bit, I think undermines what the point of reviews are supposed to do. I think it undermines the point of what we're trying to do in these sporting games. And I, I tell you, I'm a fan of replay in the NFL, uh, but I'm usually about it getting bad calls made right Mm -hmm. and dictating the terms of the game. And if you want to tell me a guy makes a great game-winning football catch and then you take the Hubble telescope (laughs) and point it at his shoe and find one blade of grass touching it and then you tell me he's out of bounds, I think that that's not what the spirit of what it was meant to do. I think look is the call should have just been uh, I don't think there was enough evidence to overturn.
4: All right. Hey, I like your your reasoning also Tony, it took forever. If it takes that long, like that you're right. They probably did call in NASA at that point. That's upset. Took forever. All right. Um back to the picks. Chiefs at Patriots. I will take the Chiefs to bounce back.
9: Yeah, I mean, I can't
4: imagine anybody taking the Patriots there. Chiefs. Everybody is on the Chiefs. That's Chandler's
3: uh, bogey game.
4: Oh, yes. That is his uh, double up pick. So Chandler taking the Chiefs. All right, Giants at Saints. Hmm.
3: Last week I was on an island, I'm pretty sure. With the Devito train, okay, I'm keep riding that Devito
4: train. Joey is back on the Giants. I, I mean, will cutlets. I will take the Saints at home, but like all Saints games, Tony, I don't feel good picking them.
9: Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna go with my people's. I'm going with my paison, on uh, Tommy Devito, Let me, and this his agent. <laughs> and I don't know if this is true. Uh, I saw an Adam Schefter, but I didn't click to see if it was like fake Adam Schefter. You know, it just said Adam Schefter. It could have been like Adam Schefters. Yeah. But, uh, it said that they inducted that guy to the Italian-American
4: Sports Hall of Fame.
9: I was like, oh, I, was like, I love
4: this. It is a crazy story. All right, you're going with your people. I'm going with my people, Jameis Winston. I'm taking the uh, the Saints. Oh, yeah. Uh, DB and Sean on the Saints as well. Falcons at Panthers.
3: You already know where to go.
4: Chandler's taking the Panthers. Yep. Joey... It's taking the Panthers because he'll be there, thanks to Susan Dean's and to Tony Dunn. Wait, no, Chandler. To Chandler. Chandler facilitated this move. Yeah, but okay, Tony I got nothing to do with this one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I tried to give you credit.
9: Uh, when, I think uh, is it supposed to rain?
4: What's the forecast? Yeah, I did see a little bit of rain. Um, you don't care. You got the club. You, you can go in so indoors, baby.
3: You'd have to flex on the phone.
9: You're gonna love that, man. You're gonna love that. Well, it's better in the in the super hot games, you know. So you can just like go in there in the AC. But um, yeah, if it's dumping in buckets, I, you know, I'm you screw it. I'm picking the Falcons. Not picking the Panthers.
4: <laughs> I'm uh, gonna take the Falcons as well and faith in the boy. Talking to Mike. No
3: trust and faith in the boy. There
4: one. You? And you? Yeah,
3: and 12.
4: me. You don't you
3: can't think about it. The only one game I decided to go to and how many wins do the Panthers have?
4: I, I mean the numbers don't lie.
3: Numbers don't lie, so why would you go against the numbers? The facts, the trends.
4: Because we're talking about the Panthers here. It's the
3: Carolina Panthers, baby
4: are 12 other numbers to think
3: about <laughs> that, and what's the common denominator between the 12 and the one i wasn't the there i wasn't there
4: moving along commanders at rams
3: rams all
4: right chandler's taking the rams db's taking the commanders i you know what uh you, who What coach gets credit for winning off a bye every year? Do y'all know who I'm talking about? We always hear it. Winning off a bye. Coming off a uh, bye. Um, what head Andy coach, Reed. Tony? Andy Reid. Well, guess who's been under Andy Reid all those years? Eric Bieniemy. Commanders uh, off a bye. Butterfly effect or no, 7 degrees of separation. Rams just won. Feeling good about themselves. Just this feels like a dumb Commanders win. Give me the Commanders.
9: The Ron Rivera win, man. Yeah. I'm telling you this. this is the You know what, Clip? Every game that you have won this year felt like a game you shouldn't have, and every game that you lost felt <laughs> like a game that you could have picked the Commanders. Yeah. Uh, they win when they're not supposed to and lose, uh, I guess, when they're supposed to all the time. I am going Rams
4: here. Commanders are gonna win. So Ron's gone. He's done. Right the right, you know.
9: He's back. It's in LA, right?
4: Yes. But here's what happens. Commanders win this game. They win at New York against the Jets. For some reason, people get excited and they just pull off this crazy upset against the Niners. And it turns out to be Dallas, Washington last week, and like we can back our way. Into the playoffs somehow.
3: When do you have Jets? The 24th? And then
4: the Cowboys smoke them. Yes.
3: You're not winning that game. I think Rogers will be back.
4: Nah, Jets lose this week and he's going to sit out the rest of the year. Mm. All right. 49ers at Cardinals. Give me the Niners. I'll also take I'll the All right. Everybody is on the Niners and this is DB's double up pick. Cowboys at Bills. Bills winning on the road last week at Kansas City, and Joey likes that. He's going to take the Bills again. Yep. DB's on the Cowboys. Chan's on the Cowboys. Tony. And
9: um, I feel like I'm getting too excited about the Cowboys being the a real like the best team in the NFC right now. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys. No.
4: I'm going to take the Bills. Yeah. Cowboys have won 15 in a row at home. But this one's in Buffalo. All right, Ravens at Jags. I like this game. Could be the Ravens. I like this game a lot. This is a good game. This is a playoff game right here. I'm taking the Jags. Bounce back win. Who did they play last week?
9: Um, oh, they played because I didn't
4: think Trevor Lawrence. Oh, it was the, uh, it was the Browns. Yeah. Which the score looked like it was a good game, but there were seven turnovers in the game. It was an ugly game. <laughs> uh, give me the Jags to win on Monday night, Sunday night, excuse me, against Baltimore. John's taking the Jags. DB's taking the Ravens. How about you, Tony? I will
9: take the Ravens, but I like your, uh, I like where you're. Your head that clip.
4: All right, and Eagles at Seahawks. What's going on with the Eagles, Tony? Are they? Oh, did you see this story uh,
9: about um, upset with Jalen Hurts' turnovers and uh, and uh, was it AJ Brown went and talked with the coach, and then now they're like having him practice drills falling down, Big like Eli Manning in the pocket. Like what the heck? Uh, they're overreacting. Um, this is a good team. They have to uh, – look, they're in a little rut right now. They just got to find a way to bust a lot of it at the right time. Um, Seattle is not a great team. Yeah. Uh, not a terrible team, but not a great team. And I will take the
4: Eagles here. We are all on the Eagles. What was that animal, Shirley? Is it like a goat or something that, like, you scare it and it falls over? You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, it's called a
5: fainting goat.
4: Yeah. Uh, Eli used to do that. Are you saying now that Jalen Hurts is not going to take off anymore, Tony, and he's going to be fainting like Eli did? He better not. <laughs> that would really take some excitement out of Eagles games. Yeah. No way. Tony, enjoyed it, man. Uh, i got to make my, my – just gonna Oh, make, oh. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, who's your double up Eagles? Yeah. Well, All right. Give me that one, Joey. Who you got?
3: Uh, for my double up, um, give me the
4: Ravens. Give me. Wow. Wow. You like to do that, man. You. This,
3: honestly, it's the only matchup I could think of.
4: <laughs> you can do it fair, uh, but I'll take the Dolphins but you can do it fair you can look at this list we'll take a break though tony thanks for joining us man thank you man you have a good one you too buddy there he is tony dunn a c3 podcast post game coming up on sunday take a break morgan aylers will join us we'll talk some pirate hoops and uh recap our donnie kirkpatrick conversation from yesterday's pirate radio live if you missed it and go back and check that out toggle pirate football as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, Hour 3, and we'll open up the treasure chest. Back with you after this. we go. Put
3: your hands in
2: the air. What's up? It was December 24 when Hollis happened dark. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park.
5: Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. And now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right. Thank you, Shirley. I could go for a chicken, cheesesteak and a wrap from Tiebreakers right about now. Put some tater tots and a good ball game. That's- let's
3: go get one just get up and get one
4: right now
3: right now i'll drive and i'll pay for it if we actually go i'll pay for your food
4: all right let's let's make uh because you got to think about this with all decisions a pros and cons list of this I, pros i'd
3: love to hear some cons here
4: pros we get to eat an awesome chicken cheesesteak and a wrap from tiebreakers oh. another pro for me is free absolutely cons we're gonna leave shirley by herself
5: here
3: uh, can I rebuttal that? My car is big enough to fit the three of us.
4: Okay, so you're including Shirley. Absolutely. Okay.
5: We're ending the show early.
3: Let's do it.
4: Con, Jonathan is here right across the hallway.
3: We can wait till he leaves in a few minutes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, but he's still going to find out. It says who? Pi Radio family? Are you going to rat us out? No, I don't think he's so. He's going to turn his radio on. Oh, uh. I'm just, yeah, I mean, I, look, I like where your head's at. I don't know if you've thought all this through. Let's just talk to Morgan Ayers yeah, instead. Yeah, you're right. My bad. He joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Hello, Morgan.
0: Hello, Clip. How we doing? We're doing pretty good. We're setting up for a gig tonight over at the depot in Farmville and uh, taking a break just so I can talk to you. How about
8: that?
4: Appreciate that. Morgan, uh, man, why can't we win one of these games down the stretch here in basketball? like the same script the last two of them
0: yeah it's coming i mean you you've been watching it a long time and you know you go back and look and you think about the teams that we've had in the past would we have even been in those games a lot of times it's a 20 point 25 point blowout and you know we were right there at the end of the last two and it's coming for the pirates i think they're starting to to play better they just got to get over that hump on that one that one game that propels them forward
4: cam hayes made his debut played 25 minutes scored two points and there's the on the court uh, talk we can do with cam hayes there's also the what the hell's going on uh and will happen off the court where he has allowed this window to play he could retroactively be uh you know lose eligibility because of that or it could go in his favor and he could play the rest of the way and and everything will be fine. Uh, but when the courts and all that gets involved, Morgan, you never know. And uh, just a weird situation that we're seeing across college basketball, but right here at ECU with Cam Hayes.
0: Well, I'm not a lawyer, so I will say this. You know, the the appeals judge, from what I read, and I read several different articles about it and several people that are a lot smarter than I am, you know, it comes out saying they're giving them a 14-day window. The NCAA saying they're saying that the – the NCAA can't hold the players, against, hold it against them if they play. NCAA comes out and says, okay, you can play. There's no problem. But you know, 14 days is up. We'll see what happens. And they come back and say, if they play, you'll lose eligibility. You can't go back and forth and tell a player that they can and they can't. So right. if they – I got a feeling if they, if for some reason the, uh, the judgment is in the NCAA's favor, okay, There's going to be a lot more lawsuits of players if they say, hey, we're going to cost you a year of eligibility because you played in three games. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me.
4: Yeah. um, I like his addition to the team. Uh, Brian North, I think, said it pretty well. when We talked to him earlier. Morgan said, hey, guard play? Like, we're going to be with pretty much everybody we play. And it's going to be... Fun when we see FAU and and how do we match up guard to guard with them size wise? It's going to be an issue. Although I don't think we're going to play a team as big as Florida the rest of the way. They had endless seven foot guys coming in and uh, dominated the rebounds. But the Pirates uh, do have a a bit of a size issue. Although Sear Malanga bit of a, a breakout last night and it was only 4 points 4 rebounds but uh definitely made his presence felt so they're going to have to to figure out how to get those rebounds more how to play inside but guard wise I do like this team against about anybody
8: Yeah
0: I mean they obviously they you've got two guys in Cam Hayes and and uh Bobby uh, Pettiford that have played at a really high level of basketball and they're playing the you know the point guard position and uh you know you've got uh you know, Caleb comes in there, and he played a lot last year, so he's got some experience. And You know, the big guys, they just got to body up. When the shot goes up, you got to put your body and box somebody out. You just can't let them crash the boards like they did last night. There were a lot of uncontested offensive rebounds that they had. That shot goes up, man, you got to find somebody, and you got to box out. And, you know, I think if they do a better job with that, they're going to be okay.
4: Morgan Ayler's joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line um before i forget because i am forgetful tyler on youtube says uh, he wants a shout out for his wife for graduating today congratulations tyler's wife what's her name we'll give her a shout out also Tyler's wife congratulations yes sir you got a shout out from morgan Aylers. can't be that josh has a PyRadio radio outdoors update he's listening in the deer stand he has zero deer but does have a cooler full of trout so he's been both uh, on the water and in the woods so you never know where folks are listening from morgan
0: you never know i mean you're in a deer stand and you're catching
4: trout that's (laughs) That's a hell of a day right there (laughs) uh morgan before we look ahead let's look back and uh talk to donnie kirkpatrick on the show yesterday and uh talked about some great times that he had here at east carolina and also uh, a bad 2023 and didn't go into specifics didn't go into details he did say last spring they were having some rough practices and uh, made him a little nervous about all the deletions they had to the roster from the previous year and what they were unable to bring in to to help fix that, so it kind of made it sound like they knew they might have been a little, you know, had some offensive deficiencies and would have to try to win with defense. Uh, also asked him about Mason, and it, it didn't really go into specifics there, other than saying he hopes Mason, uh, you know, kills it at Austin P and, and has a successful career. But uh, you know, Donnie Morgan, he he didn't really shy away from it. He talked about how bad last year was. We also talked about some of the great times and. Uh, he said he hopes, you know, people do remember the body of work and kind of not just the end of his stint here at East Carolina.
0: And I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, when you look at what he's done for the program and, uh, through the years when, when you're with skip and when you're with Ruff, and, you know, we've had, you know, last couple of years, pretty good years, you know, and, uh take away I mean, two years ago when the last two out of three, anyway, um, uh, you know, Co- you know, Coach Kay's a really good dude, and uh, I wish him well. You know, he did a lot for Holton, and I respect him and knew him when he first came here. And Davis was playing little league, and you know, uh, you know, Molly graduated with one of my boys. You know, he's just he's a good guy, and it didn't work out last year the way anybody wanted it to, and you know. Right off into the sunset. Hold your head up high, Coach K, because you did a good—you uh, did a good job through your tenure here for the Pirates.
4: I asked him what he was up to these days. Uh, right now, Morgan, he said golfing and drinking scotch. Hey, life's good. <laughs> Life is good, <laughs> and still said he's got some calls and may get back into it if the opportunity's right. But if not, he's got an awesome fallback plan. Uh, I think uh, at the coast and golfing and and the scotchy scotchy scotch. So he's yeah he's doing all right.
0: Right, nothing wrong with that. Enjoy enjoy your time. You've earned it.
4: Well, who's the next quarterback coming into East Carolina? Morgan, the Pirates are after caden hauser former michigan state quarterback and uh he was spotted at sup dogs today there's a picture out on uh, social media so they're putting the full court press on him as john david baker uh, added a couple guys on the offensive staff this week at running back and tight end now trying to get a quarterback or two in here
0: yeah they will i think they'll get one now and they might get another one a little bit later on in the spring and uh you know i'm I'm excited for what this new staff's going to bring in you know the fresh start, hopefully bring in a few linemen, a few receivers and, uh, some fresh blood and, you know, get after it in the spring and then, uh, hopefully have a, a very successful fall campaign. Cause I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
4: Morgan Aylers joining us. Pirate radio live line before you go, Morgan 40 bowls in 14 days. Shirley, let's hit the, uh, hit the creed one. I'll still hit a little scary later, but let's go Creed for Morgan Eilers.
2: 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, oh Oh my goodness. goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. There's 40 in 14 days, come on, there's 40 In 14 days Can you give me 40? 40 evils in 14 days Can you give me 40? it 14 days.
4: Doesn't that fire you up to host some karaoke, Morgan? Hearing those great voices. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> All right, Morgan. Your <laughs> your game is the Liberty Bowl. Have you? Been, how many Liberty Bowls you been to, Morgan? Uh, four. Really? Is that so? All four of the Pirates, you were there. Uh, yeah. How about that? Uh, oh man, it is a home game. Well, this is lame. Memphis taking on Iowa State, Memphis in their stadium taking on Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl this year. Who you got, Morgan? Memphis. I'm gonna need you to speak more. Memphis. Thank you, Tigers, Morgan, Tigers. Thank you for joining us. Have a good weekend.
0: You you asked who I got. I said Memphis.
4: You did. It was like three one word answers in a row. I kind of felt like you were trying to get off the phone, and it offended me. Not me. <laughs> Never.
0: Well, hey, I got something. To listen to this clip. All
4: right. Wow. Shirley. did he? Did he just do that? Did yes this? he
5: did and you know what you're gonna have to take a break and call him back because i'm not calling morgan back after he did that
4: well his segment's over we're not calling him back oh
5: okay never mind then yeah
4: um i wanted to find the uh shirley's look up uh see if we got john starks a clip what john starks
5: john starks
4: yeah it might be in the uh sports bar folder there's a certain clip I wanted to play. Maybe I can find it on Twitter. Oh, yeah, here we go. When... I'm thinking like, man, did this dude just did this? Did this dude just did this? Man, did this dude just did this? That's what I immediately thought when Morgan, did this dude just did this? Did this
3: dude just did this? I'm thinking like, man, did this dude just did
4: this? John Starks talking about Reggie Miller hitting back to back threes in a game in the garden. All right. How does it, uh, how does that feel to be hung up on that? It leaves a bad taste in my mouth.
5: But as, well, see, but the thing is, is that back in the day when you had, it it doesn't carry as much oomph. Because, like, back in the day when you had, like, physical phones, whether it be up on a wall or sitting on a table, yeah. and you get mad and you want to, you know, hang up on somebody, you're going to put that sucker down with force.
4: Yeah. Like the, uh, the phone booth scenes they would show and they're banging oh, yeah, it at your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
5: But you can't really do that with cell phones these days because they're so easily breakable. And, you know, if you don't have insurance, you definitely don't want to be just, doing that. Just
3: thinking
4: like man did this dude just did this what a boss move though to hang up on somebody like morgan's feeling great about himself right now i'm gonna get him back i'm gonna get him back somehow i'm gonna figure it out
5: well i can also tell you i can't find that clip
4: oh we don't need it because i got it
5: okay well i was trying to find it because Unless you named it, this dude just did this. I don't know where it is. Dude just did this. I'm thinking like,
4: man, did this dude just did
5: this? (laughs) He was so perplexed.
4: Did this dude just did this? All right, let's take a break as we do, Shirley. I know somebody that's not going to hang up on us. Because if they do, we'll take their damn prize back. That is the winner. Of our treasure chest, caller number 12 right now, 317-1250, 317-1250, we'll win a prize out of the 2023 Pirate Radio treasure chest. We've got more great prizes to give away, and we will be doing that on our very next segment. 317-1250, caller 12 is a winner. We are back with you after this.
5: Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
4: All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, young Joey, and our winner, Shirley, who was lucky caller number 12.
5: Jeff Dover.
4: Jeff Dover, a familiar name when it comes to winning. Uh, Big-time monthly winner. And, Jeff, uh, you've probably won out of the treasure chest before, too, right?
6: Yes, this is my fifth time.
4: Uh, This is a five-time, five-time, five-time winner, Jeff Dover. Congratulations. Uh, Jeff, what do you do?
10: Um, I'm in the midst of uh, changing careers right now.
4: All right. Well, good luck with that. We'll uh, we'll give you a prize as you wait that out. Um, are you a pirate fan? We had a Wolfpack fan yesterday, Jeff. Are you a pirate fan? Oh yeah,
2: ninety-one
4: graduate. Awesome. All right, good to hear. Back on the uh, the pirate train today. Uh, right. Sh- Shirley, you want to run down the prizes that are left, and uh, we'll give Jeff one of these great prizes. Sure. All right. I will tell you that we have a one hundred dollar gift card to Chicos available.
5: A Budweiser Mirror, Bushlight Light Neon, Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea Neon, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. A Twisted Tea Patio Umbrella Cooler and Prizes packaged from the Boston Beer Company.
4: And a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag Package from our buddy B-Man, Brandon Manning. So, Jeff, uh, we are down to 5 you got a uh one you like out of that
10: um they're all great it's just good to get through
4: yes sir uh sorry to i saw tyler in the chat gang on youtube said he was caller number nine could not uh could not get in so jeff lucky today he's gonna win something and Shirley, you want to pick it out or uh
5: joey you want to pick one
4: young joey do the honors get off your damn game it ain't it ain't playtime.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right.
4: righty. See what we got here for Jeff.
3: You got a twisted tea patio umbrella cooler and prizes package from the Boston Beer Company.
4: All right, Jeff. Congratulations, man. Good.
8: Sounds
3: great.
4: All right. Hope you enjoy that. Hope you have a Merry Christmas, happy new year, and appreciate uh you continuing to listen to and support Pirate Radio, man.
8: Yes,
4: sir. All right, Jeff. Well, uh, L or B will contact you. Let you know how you can get that prize. All right. All right. There you go. All right. There is Jeff Dover. No, Steve. We're not going to do the old Troy D joke that he did every time Jeff Dover called in.
5: I mean, it's just too easy.
3: I want to hear it now.
4: All right. Aww. Hey, uh, Shirley, you pretend to be Jeff.
3: i was about to say you got to be the most Troy you possibly can. <laughs>
4: uh jeff uh got a question for you
2: go right ahead <laughs> that, how the how the hell do you do a spot on
4: jeff dover
6: i don't know you just kind of <laughs> go a little hoarse and uh... <laughs>
4: that is crazy i'm so glad we did this now now i just want to talk to jeff fake jeff dover the rest of the show
6: that's not a problem
4: jeff it like graduating in 91 some great times huh
6: Oh, yeah, the 90s were awesome. a <laughs> Mustang.
4: Who is your favorite 90s uh, band and your favorite 90s movie at the time?
6: Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> favorite 90s band would probably be... Uh,
4: Jeff Dover's listening to this right now. We are not personal friends with Jeff, but I hope he's enjoying this.
6: I'd say favorite 90s band would probably be like a... Um, like a Gem Blossoms?
4: All right. Hey, Jealousy. Great yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about the movie?
6: Movie? Oh, gosh. What well, movies were out in the 90s? Uh, <laughs>
4: you sound I'm like gonna... you were born in the 40s. Oh,
6: it? here's one. Here's one. Reality Bites. You remember that movie?
4: I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar. It's got uh, Ethan Hawke in ben it. Stiller or yeah, ben Stiller? Yeah, Ben Stiller,
6: Ethan Hawke, and uh, I think Winona Ryder was in it. Yeah, it was a good movie.
4: Good movie. All right. Well, I got a question for you, Jeff.
6: Yeah, yeah, what's up?
4: Would you happen to have a brother named Ben? Yeah, I'd, um, no. All right, thanks for calling.
6: It's not like I ain't heard that joke my whole life.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There's the joke. You wanted it, you got it, Joey. Ben Dover. Ben Dover. Took a long time to get there, but great chat with, uh, Shirley, that might be your best impression.
5: You know, the funny thing is, is that you you do that Ben Dover joke. We used to have a high school teacher. His name was Ben White. And uh, he would, every year at the beginning of the year, he was like a science teacher, I think, uh, at my old high school. And he used to say, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben White, and I've been White all my life. <laughs> that was his joke every year on the first day of school. I'll chuckle at that. Yeah, Pretty good. So every time I hear a, a Jeff Dover, Ben Dover joke... That's the first thing I think of. This
4: dude, Ben White. Wow.
5: Ben White, his he's, whole life.
4: Ben White. <laughs> All right, let's take another break. Shirley's, uh, so Chan Man's the impressionist. Shirley does an impression of Jeff Dover and the lead female singer. Uh, what's her name? Go. Go the
6: landslide, Stevie Nicks. Damn. Oh,
5: freaking Steven. Shirley's
4: moves. in her in her bag today, <laughs> as they say. All Every right.
5: once in a while, I can uh, I can pick up an uh, uh, an impression that I can nail. I'm not real good at it, I but once not, in no. a while, I'll I'll hit one. And I guess Jeff is one of those that uh, the few that's in my repertoire.
4: Joey, you do like a country accent pretty good. All right, Dern you do any impressions of like celebrities
3: Um,
5: no no not
3: that i can think of off the top of my head
5: i used to do a bullwinkle really well but now i can't do it anymore because i haven't heard bullwinkle you remember rocky and bullwinkle the cartoon oh yeah yeah i used to do a really good bullwinkle but i i don't i haven't heard that voice in so long i don't think i can do it anymore
4: Eric Why do you even think of stuff and like a, this? And to an say? ewok.
5: I guess I could do an ewok.
4: Do it.
1: Yep, 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 yep,
4: yep, yep. Pretty good. Eric said, now if Ben's middle name is Dentham, D-E-N-T-H-E-M. Now that would be pretty cool. We'll take a break back with you after
5: this. Oh geez. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, filling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday Fun Day covered. Every Sunday kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TV so you don't miss a game. They have a mosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly Jersey giveaway that starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip.
4: Da Buck. Welcome back into the program. Shirley Rhodes, Young Joey, Cliff Brock here on a Friday. Got to get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. We'll do that. But right now, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to Mark Greenhelge from the Golf Shop Radio Show. Talk about what's going on in the golf world and a little football as well with the bowls here. Coming up, Shirley's hooking up with Greeny. At the moment, so I'll tell you once again that coming up tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall Scoreboard, presented by Dubuck, Hornets in action, taking on the Pelicans, Hurricanes in action as well, as they will be host to the Nashville Predators. All right, now we've got Greeny ready to roll. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, how you doing today, man?
10: I am doing great. Clip, how are you
4: doing today? Hey, doing all right. And uh, I guess getting ready for some bowl games coming up on Saturday. Got a slate of games. Uh, Greeny looks like, uh, let's see, three, seven games on Saturday. Uh, How much uh, bowl action will be on your television at home on Saturday?
10: Yeah, I'm really interested in a couple of games, and it's the ones that are a little bit later on. Obviously, I'll be watching the Clemson game, but I'm kind of interested at, obviously, the – We got left out game, which is Florida State, Georgia. And the teams that always seem to be on the precipice of doing something good but never seem to win the game, the big game, that would be Ole Miss and Penn State.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, there are a few that will be interesting matchups. We're still trying to see who's playing, who's coaching in these games, what these teams are going to look like, rosters are going to look like. And also, Greeny, for those in a bowl and not in a bowl, it is recruiting season, and you're seeing more now news about who's coming out of the portal than you are really high school recruiting. But how much do you follow that when it comes to Clemson? And now, Greeny, how much are you – paying attention to, okay, what's our high school you know rankings look like compared to who are we getting out of the portal? I mean, the whole game has changed almost.
10: Yeah, and uh, Dabo, I think, actually was trying to go into the portal, and uh, there was an offensive lineman from, I think, Middle Tennessee State that ended up not going to Clemson, and it was an old Clemson coach, Rick Stockstill, that was the head coach there. So, thought we might have it in there, and he's gone somewhere else. So, uh, you know, I think Dabo might look and pull a guy here or there but I don't think he's going to make it a priority of his. I think if he happens to get somebody he'll be happy with it. But you know, I saw a stat uh, this morning actually that said that uh, I think Clemson play had had freshmen take the most snaps out of anybody in college football and uh, they did it by a long shot. So obviously some good uh, hopefully some good talent development on the Clemson side of the ball.
4: Granny, uh, NFL side of things. Uh, the the wacky NFL season rolls on. Raiders putting up uh, a ton of points last night in their win over the Chargers. Brandon Staley fired last week. In the AFC East alone, uh, we had the Patriots winning. We had the Bills pulling one off in Arrowhead. The Jets won a home game against a. Uh, Potential playoff team in the Texans, and then we saw the Dolphins have a letdown against the Titans. So you can just never ever figure it out. Uh, how about there in New England, Greeny? Some reports are these reports, are these rumors? What 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 do you think the the truth is behind the uh, the Belichick and Patriots split after the season? How real does that feel for you?
10: If it, it feels more real this week than it ever has. And you know, it was kind of funny while the Chargers were getting destroyed the other night. I felt like that—that that, uh, that's a great place that Bill Belichick could end up. I mean, obviously here in Carolina, there's going to be an opening, but I don't think I would be sold on the offensive side of the ball. I think that when you look at the Chargers, I mean, they—they they definitely have some talent there. They've all—they've—they've they've had expectations to be a lot better than they have been, and I think that they're just looking for a culture change and that might be a good opportunity if that indeed does happen. And like you say, there, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been a lot of smoke this week. And, you know, Belichick is going to do his thing. He's not going to answer to it. But you got to think that if you're going to move on, this might be the opportunity to do it for both guys and just part ways.
4: Marguerite Elge, Golf Shop Show, joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Golf Shop Show coming your way Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Let's talk a little golf greenie. Saw an article today on ESPN.com, PGA Tour, and U.S. Sports Team Owners Group nearing a deal. And I'm seeing a multi-billion dollar deal, $3 billion deal uh, for this um, uh, this partnership Kind of uh, explain in layman's terms what this is, Greeny. Uh, it sounds like it, is this? It says the tour is also hoping to reach a similar agree, uh agreement with the Saudi Arabia's um, Public Investment Fund as well. So, what would this deal mean for golf and the, the PGA Tour? It sounds
10: like that everybody's trying to to gain leverage, right? So the the Live Tour and the PIF probably gained leverage by bringing John Robb over, which was our latest revelation in terms of players going. The good news is that there was big rumors about Tony Finau going, and it looks like that Tony has kind of put a stop to those with his uh, social media activity. But, you know, so you got to figure that Liv had, uh, had a little leverage saying, oh, you know, we got one of your top players and we're going to keep poaching. And then, you know, you turn around and you look at PJ Tour and you had heard rumors that they were trying to work on some additional deals. Now, whether this is going to, Replace the PIF deal if that doesn't go through, or if it's going to be something to give them a little leverage to say, hey, you know, we don't necessarily need you guys, but we've got all this money coming in, so we're going to start being able to compete a little bit better with you guys. So, an agreement should be reached by these two parties in the next couple of weeks. So, I think it's a lot of leveraging back and forth, and we'll see how it all plays out because they still want to try and get something done by. July, I mean, by uh, December 31st, and and if that happens, then I think we can maybe start to move forward. If it doesn't happen, then I would probably think that uh, we may look at see how much more money gets offered to players to come over.
4: Greeny, uh, any golf you're paying attention to uh, this weekend? Um, what do we got, a Q School event going on? What do we got?
10: Yeah, they got Q School going on, but I think probably the big one is the PNC Challenge. This is the kind of what we call uh either the, the parent-child in, in oh, yeah. format, whether, uh, yeah, so we got Charlie Woods teeing it up with Tiger again this weekend, always Tiger Woods moving the needle, but more so I think everybody kind of wants to see how, how Charlie's doing as well because, you know, they won their state high school championship. He's done well in some events, and I think Tiger's done a good job of picking and choosing where, where he's playing and kind of giving him the opportunity to put himself out there and whatnot. So. Um, Charlie looks a little bit bigger, looks a little bit stronger. The, the swing looks a little bit faster. So I think that's kind of what we want to see, and I'm sure that they'll be playing with Justin Thomas and his dad in the first round uh, who have won this before. So you got to think that uh, at some point we want to see Charlie and Tiger really make a run at this thing and see if they can win it.
4: Margarita Elge, Golf Shop Show, joining us on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, what do you guys have planned for Saturday show?
10: So we're, we're going to talk a lot of golf. Obviously, we, we'll always have Bill Bender in the sporting news in one of our first segments, but uh, we're going to catch up with North Carolina's own John McGinnis and find out uh, what he thought of 2023 and, and, and he as he looks forward into 2024, as well as check in with Rex Hoggard uh, on kind of a preview of what we expect in 2024 and see if he's got any insight on this deal uh, with the U.S. group and with uh, the leveraging that's going on. So lots of good stuff to talk about.
4: Awesome stuff. Uh, Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way on Pirate Radio on Saturday. Uh, East Carolina's own John McGinnis. So uh, looking forward to that coming up on the program. Greeny, thanks for joining us. Um, We're off next Friday. We'll see if we can track you down next Thursday. But uh, if not, we appreciate talking golf, football, other sports with you throughout the year here on Pirate Radio Live. And uh, enjoyed it, Greeny. Thank you, man. Yeah, man, I'll
10: be around on Thursday. Just hit me up.
4: We'll do it then. Thank you, Grady. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. there he is Mark Greenhills Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. All right. We'll take a break, come back, have our fleet fee rundown, and we got some what appears to be breaking news regarding the college basketball players, the transfers playing, as Cam Hayes did last night, and appears to be some positive news regarding cam hayes we will talk about that when we return pirate radio live on a friday back with you after this
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Uh, the stock market closed out on a fairly good note. The Dow uh, was up 56 points at 37,305. The NASDAQ was up 52 and finished the week at 14,813, and the S&P remained relatively unchanged at 4,719. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
4: Back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday fleet feet rundowns brought to you by fleet feet runners walkers everyone in between can find the shoe for them at fleet feet they got that 3d foot scanner they got the one-on-one service and uh, you can be a happy customer just like shirley rhodes if you go to fleet feet in greenville Uh, Old Gordon's Golf location on 207 East Arlington Boulevard. Fleet Feet, they run for you, thanks to Chris Lunyon, ECU alum, who locally owns and operates Fleet Feet in Greenville.
5: I'm wearing them right now.
4: Breaking news. Attorney General Dave Yost has tweeted out that the NCAA has agreed to terms that have been jointly submitted to the federal court for approval. No retaliation against players who play during the temporary restraining order which means uh, the t-r-o temporary restraining order is converted to a preliminary injunction to last till the end of spring sports which tells me cam hayes is playing the rest of the year without penalty okay that's how i read that a lot of big words my small town brain sometimes can't and now i can't even think of the word to say Ah, i'm just proving my point but i believe those words mean that these uh multi-time transfers who were previously unable to play can now play without penalty until there is further ruling on this so there you go expect to see uh cam hayes coming up uh the rest of the year i would assume for east carolina all right who put together this rundown? Oh, this is just the old one.
3: It was
4: basically, yesterday's. I just added NCAA update. All right, fair hey, enough.
5: Hey, Clip, can I read something to you and you explain to me why that...
4: Probably not, but I'll try.
5: Okay, so um, Ross Dellinger, who works yeah. uh, for Yahoo Sports, he just wrote this uh, just to... A moment ago, he said, the NCAA has confirmed that an injunction is now in place through the end of the academic year, granting immediate eligibility to multi-time transfers for winter and spring sports. Mm-hmm. If an athlete plays, it does count as a season burned, which makes no sense because that seems like that's the opposite of what we just mentioned. Am I reading that wrong?
4: No. So, yeah, I mean, they're not playing this season and can just get a whole nother year. Yeah. This is counting on the year. What they're saying is if they played, if maybe they want to keep their full season, basically the, the window that they had. All right, let me start my sentence over. If Cam Hayes would have played last night and they end up after all this is done Saying he was ineligible and he only played last night, he would have had a full season burned. Okay. Like it still has to count because he's out there on the court playing basketball
5: yeah it says
4: he's using his year now yeah, yeah yeah i I can't explain it right but
5: yeah because yeah. It, the the way it was explained is that any multiple time transfer student athlete who competes this season will be subject to the same eligibility and yeah. use of a season of, of competition rules
4: it's just like rj felton at this okay point.
5: all right okay that's what i was trying to figure out because i was like man that just I right was like, i
4: see what you're saying yeah it
5: but just it, looked like it was the exact opposite of what we just said so
4: yeah jamie says this season counts if they start playing now even though it's a ways into the season it's still gonna count so uh but that's fine i mean you get going at 25 minutes from cam last night two more non-conference games and he'll be ready to go for the regular season more importantly the conference tournament and the ncaa tournament
5: and we are dying our hair purple if we do if we make it to the tournament like we said we were
4: i'll do what i mean i'll do anything if they make the tournament uh, anything name it name something right now well we
5: we we mentioned dyeing our hair purple
4: that easy done what else what else you want me to do
5: uh host the show with the nipples cut out oh no of my that's, shirt oh yeah. that's
4: frightening done oh <laughs> you'll have purple hair and my nipples if... well
5: i mean chandler's not afraid to take a shirt off so you might as well just have him shirtless done shirts and skins
4: i'm speaking for him at this point
5: Oh. Um, Chandler
3: okay. goes on a date and it has to be recorded.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Done. Oh. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like yeah, reality man. show type deal.
4: Uh, Shirley, I promised Jamie this: hit forty bowls in fourteen days. A little scary edition. Children, ah. cover your ears. Oh, here we go. This is hardcore gangster rap. In
2: fourteen days. Fourteen days. Fourteen days. You, you're lucky you got it in right in under the wire because we're getting ready to close out the show. Oh I'm gonna have Joey goodness. pick a game. Forty bowls in 14 days. Fourteen days. Fourteen days. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, a little scary. Uh. Different in the building. Two in the head.
5: That beat is sick, man.
2: ho mother I'm riding down your chimney like an 18 wheeler trucker trucker get the presents up sucker ain't no horseshoes you're all out of lucker hey look you catching strays you ain't gonna make it to new year's day carrying your casket through the rose bowl parade parade throwing so much shade hey you look tired you need a Gatorade you need to put down all that haterade are you listening to what I say Dead Fred, man, we all in the play.
4: I hey! like when Dead oh, Fred does that. Oh, oh. 40 balls in
2: 14 days. Yeah, 40 balls in 14
4: days. Tell a little scary. All right. It's just tough. Cotton Bowl, Ohio State, Missouri. Joey, Buckeyes or Tigers? Give me the Tigers. Great season. Ninth Great. ranked Missouri. Eli Drinkwitz getting it done Eric purple cornrows none whatever look I'm telling you I will do anything to get East Carolina into the basketball tournament
3: I don't think you can
5: grant me the Chandler date though
4: recorded date I, I know I said I will do anything I can't make other people do stuff but I will do anything
5: I will definitely dye my hair purple if we go to the tournament
4: all right, we will talk to you fine people Monday, 3 o'clock. Uh, Joey, that's it for you for the year, right? Yep. We'll see you next year, buddy. Great job. Great contributions to Power Radio. We appreciate you. Shirley, be back. Chandler, who knows? I'll be here. See you Monday,
1: 3 o'clock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina.